Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. When it feels like God is not near or that he's not listening, know that this is the human emotion of feeling a void. God is listening to your cry for help. His word promises he is listening. He hears you and he has a plan that exceeds your expectations. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Untangling Life podcast. I'm Rachel and this episode is the second in a brand new series called Why Pray? In episode 27, the first of the Why Pray series, I shared the story of a group of warrior men we find in 1 Chronicles 5, 18-22. They were trained men who cried out to God in the middle of a hot battle, and God delivered them because they cried out to Him during the battle. How many times do we forget to turn to the Lord in the midst of our struggles and pain, or we guilt ourselves because maybe the prayer conversations we offer to God before the pain were few? And so their pain is a reminder to turn to him. This is a bit of a sidebar, but forgiveness is always available with the Lord. His grace is covering. Guilt and shame is from the enemy who wants to use it as a tool to prevent us from falling before the throne of heaven and repenting before the Lord. All that to say, crying out to God is always the answer. If you are wondering how to pray or when to pray or why you should even bother to pray, Be sure to head back to episode 27 when you've finished listening here. And now for today, I'm asking a deep question. It's a question every person on the planet's pondered at one time or another. Is God really listening? David is called a man after God's own heart in the Bible, and he left us a legacy of songs known as the Book of Psalms. Psalm 22 explains a time when David felt the anguish of feeling like God was not listening. He says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. Have you been there before? I surely have. The tossing and turning of a night without rest leads to miserable days, right? If we stopped at this point in reading Psalm 22, it would be pretty depressing. But David doesn't stop with his feelings. He tells God exactly how he feels, but he then reflects on the facts he knows to be true. He says, Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In you our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried out and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. Do you see how David reminds the Lord, This is how I'm feeling, but I know it's not true. I know you can be trusted. You heard the cries of my dad, grandfather, and great-grandfather. You hear me. And that's our first takeaway for today. When I feel like God isn't listening, reflecting on someone else's answers to prayers can fuel my faith. I love to read the stories of the Bible on answered prayer, like the one in the first episode of this series. I have a deep appreciation for the answered prayers of my friends or loved ones, and I enjoy hearing about the blessings God has given to other people. I often ask people, how have you seen God answer prayer recently? 
Be happy when you know someone is blessed or receives an answer. But I want to point out that even though David knew to appreciate the power of others' answers to prayer, in verse 11 of Psalm 22, he prays again, Do not be far from me, for trouble is near and there is no one to help. Oh, mercy, have I ever been there? You too, maybe? Feeling like there is just no one who wants to help you. Needing help, but not receiving it. Or sometimes situation arise where there is no help but God. When my daughter Taylor received a terminal diagnosis at age four with a life expectancy of 10 to 15 years, there was no help but God for her. In Psalm 22, David hasn't experienced the change he's longing for, and though his circumstance has not yet changed, he continues to plead. Again, in Psalm 22, 19, he says, But you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. And this is our second takeaway today. When I feel like God isn't listening to me, I can claim the truth that he hears every cry of my heart. John 5.15 says, And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. Ah, that little phrase, that pleases him. I think the crux of why we feel like God isn't listening to us is because we aren't seeing the answer we long for. After many years of praying for a miraculous cure for my Taylor girl's disease and many temper tantrums in God's presence, asking him why he wasn't providing what I so desperately wanted, I realized that what I was asking for was actually less than what he wanted to give in the situation. Truthfully, I wasn't asking God to receive the glory through Taylor's healing. I wanted her healing because I didn't want her to suffer. And I wanted more time on earth with her. I don't think I was asking God to do what pleased him or what he would receive the glory for. I was asking purely what I wanted without aligning my heart with what he wanted for her and for us. And I suppose one would argue, well, don't you think the request for healing on this earth was pleasing to God? All those years ago, I would have made this argument. But I know fully that Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 tells us God's thoughts are higher than mine. His ways are higher than mine. The truth is, he sees the whole story while I'm staring at one paragraph of one chapter. Now stay with me when we go back to David's Psalm 22. After he asks for the second time in verse 19, he pleads further in verses 20 through 22. Deliver me, rescue me, save me. But then he says why he wants the delivery, the rescue, the saving. He longs for God to receive the glory. Listen to verses 22 through 24. I will declare your name to my people. In the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him, revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. When it feels like God is not near or that he's not listening, know that this is the human emotion of feeling a void. God is listening to your cry for help. His word promises he is listening. He hears you and he has a plan that exceeds your expectations. I am reading a book titled Dangerous Prayers by Craig Groeschel, and I'm about halfway through the book, reading in a section labeled Part 2 of the book with the title of Break Me. 
The heartbeat of this section echoes my own. Craig begins with the story of how God broke him, and I could relate to every word. One of the statements in this section of the book continues to ruminate in my head. True brokenness before God isn't a one-time event. It's a daily decision. In my book, One More Step, I sort of said it this way. We trust God for eternal salvation. Let's trust him for everyday solutions. In the years that Taylor grew more and more ill, I had to choose if I believed this or not. Daily, I was broken, and daily, I chose to take it to the Lord in prayer, surrendering my will to his. I stopped wondering if God was listening to me, and I started to ponder, what if he really does want to do more than I can ask or think in Taylor's life? Did I believe that he could do more with her story as a prayer answered my way, or as a plan worked in his will? So my test to see if God was listening began with giving myself wholly to him. I realized that the reason I thought God wasn't listening to me was because I felt that void. The void wasn't that God wasn't listening to me. It was that I didn't know how to communicate with him. I didn't know that it all starts with a humble heart, recognizing that God only ever wants the best plan for me. There's a story that I tell often when I'm sharing. I told it last week at the, or earlier this week at the Columbus Dream Center. It's a story of how one day as I fed Taylor, her brother Michael was sitting at the table with me and I was feeding her green beans at the time. She could still chew and swallow. And so she looked at the green beans and she opened her mouth and she began to chew, but she made a little bit of a face, you know, the face where it just maybe just didn't sit right with her. She didn't like it. And my four-year-old Michael looked up at me and he looked at her and he said, mom, I don't think Taylor likes green beans. I said, well, you know, I don't think she likes them either, but they're really good for her. He looked back at her again and he said, I really don't think she likes green beans. I said, I know, buddy. What kind of beans do you propose I give to her then? And he paused for a moment and he said, jelly beans. Isn't that how we act with God? We want all the jelly beans and we want someone else to have the green beans, even though they are God's best plan for us. I'll conclude with this. God listens with more than human eyes or ears. He listens with his heart. And that, my friend, is today's thread of hope. Each episode of Untangling Life concludes with a segment called On My Desk. This week on my desk, I have the Praying the Promises Bible Reading Plan and Journal that we are working through for the month of April. When we remind God of his word, he is pleased for two reasons. He's pleased that we have taken his word to heart and we remember it. And secondly, he is pleased to receive the glory in fulfilling his word. Be sure to get your Praying the Promises digital download to pray at home or mark up on your device at rachelwojo.com slash shop. And a big thank you for your incredible support of our prayer cards. We have received over 1,000 orders. That is pretty amazing. This week in the shop, we're filling Easter baskets with the free shipping for orders over 30. Use the code SHIPPING30. You can order these now in preparation for Mother's Day. Make a great gift for moms, grandmas, daughters, and granddaughters. Thanks for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need.
Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. myself on a ledge three stories high at some condominiums contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose have you ever found yourself on the ledge my name is billy yates i'm a caring father mentor and friend in my new podcast billy and the goat i share the life-changing events that shaped who i am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen god can help you get up and thrive listen now at lifeaudio.com